Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Harry and Meghan didn't get an invite to their friends, the Duke of Westminster, Hugh Grosvenor, and his fiancée, Olivia Henson's wedding. And you might think, why is that a big deal? Well, it turns out that, of course, Harry happens to be their, um, they, they, sorry, Hugh happens to be the godfather of uh, Harry and Meghan's child. And that obviously has opened now big whole host of conversations in the UK and Charles and Camilla and William and Kate they're all going to the wedding but Harry and Meghan didn't get the nod and it's not that I care too much about Harry and Meghan being invited but it did get us thinking how do you cull people from your wedding list and is there actually etiquette proper form around the ways to do this Irish independent journalist Kirsty Blake Knox was writing about this today how do you dump people off your guest list Kirsty? Well, I think it's becoming a thing that people are doing a bit more and more because people tend to be, weddings are kind of, I find in the last few years, have kind of become a bit more um, smaller. or They're looking kind of, uh, not, not maybe not as extravagant. And I definitely think there is a, a nice way to, to not invite or to call people from your from your wedding list um, because it can be a sensitive thing and if it's done insensitively or if done kind of brutally, you can kind of uh, really hurt people's feelings or even end friendships. So I think the first thing to do is if you're not inviting people, I think let them know before the save the dates or the invites go out because you don't want them to be talking to a mutual friend and their friends say, so what are you going to wear to the wedding <laughs> or where are you staying? And they kind of think, oh, did my invite get lost in the post type of thing? It's better to give them a bit of warning and let them know. So you think actually tell people, tell people you're not going to invite them? Oh, yeah, I think that's better than them kind of find out or be kind of like, because uh, like the thing is, if you ring up someone and say, listen, we'd love to invite the world on our right to the wedding, but because of budget constraints or because of size or we just want a small, intimate kind of gathering or it's very family oriented, we're not going to be able to invite you. I think people prefer that because they let they let them know it wasn't a flip decision. It wasn't something that they just thought, oh, we can't be bothered inviting them. But thought's gone into it. And I think it's a nicer way to kind of let someone know that they haven't made the cut rather okay. than them finding out through a friend of a friend or kind of not getting an invite in the post. It kind of lets them, it kind of puts the ball in their court and then they can kind of, I don't know, feel like they've, you've kind of involved them in the decision rather than not bothering Yeah, you've nearly made made them think it was their decision actually. (laughs) They're doing you a favour. Yeah, exactly. And you can kind of talk to them about it. Like I'm not saying, like you don't have to ring someone up and be overly apologetic and talk to them for 45 minutes about why they didn't make it to your list. But if you just kind of say, really, look, being totally honest, would love to have you there, but we just had to cut back on the numbers and unfortunately we don't have the room for everyone. I I know I would prefer and I have got texts from friends kind of saying listen we're doing a small thing or phone calls and I've always appreciated it okay. rather than kind of being in a limbo where you're wondering are we invited are we not yeah, do we need should to keep I, that should date I free? contact yeah exactly should I keep the date free should I call them and just ask them? I think it's a much nicer way to kind of for you to kind of make the make the call and let someone know if they haven't been invited I want to hear from listeners today how did you manage to navigate your wedding guest list? Like, were there just certain family members? Maybe you decided just one from each of your cousin's households or one neighbour from the street. 87 106 Jessica Sullivan is with us too, Kirsty. Jessica's the editor of a One Fab Day, the wedding planning website. Jessica, do you agree with Kirsty on this? Like, should you pick up the phone and tell people, you know, politely, listen, you're not coming? 
I second all of what she said wholeheartedly. She's 100% correct. Um, honesty is always the best policy. Um, the last thing you want to do is create any awkward situations. Um, you know, when you're running into pals, when you're out and about and things like that, and then having an unprepared, really awkward conversation. Um, it's just it's just really bad for both of you. And the thing is, I think if, if your wedding is about you, and if somebody doesn't get that, then maybe they don't deserve to be at your wedding anyway, you know, because it is your day and you're allowed to be a little bit selfish, especially if you have your, you know, your heart set on a, a specific venue that can only, mm. you know, hold a certain amount of guests or you're, you're, you have to stick to a certain budget and things like that. You know, you're, you're working on all of those things in the background. And if that person is only concerned about, you know, their, their hurt feelings or being left out, then they're not really a good pal anyway. I have never heard of one of my friends getting a phone call to say you won't be invited to a wedding ever. I didn't even know people did that. Well, we have a system and we work we, we work through an A to D list. That's how we advise people do their guest list. So if you're on A and B, that usually means you're kind of within the, you know, the immediate family or the inner circle or you're a very good pal. If you're on the C list, you're probably like a cousin, extended family, maybe, you know, uh, people that you kind of, you know, have fun with, but you're not necessarily very close to, you know, you might see them on nights out, things like that. I think if you're in that C list or even the D list, maybe a courtesy phone call isn't expected because, you know, you weren't expecting to go anyway. You're Just not if you're only making the D list, what are you bothering to go for at all? <laughs> I know, maybe the afters. Stop. The D-list, no, please don't what, tell me, you don't, don't tell me you advise people, Jessica, to do afters, do you? Well, I think I think it depends where you're having your wedding. I mean, if you're having your wedding on an island in the middle of a forest somewhere, you know, like you can't expect people to to schlep for a couple of hours um, for for uh, a bit of a dance. But if you're having city wedding or something like that, you know, some could definitely call in and have a few drinks uh, at eight or nine o'clock after the meal is over. Yeah, I think maybe you get away with that. Like, like my idea of being invited to an afters is what I, you know, think of the the Donegal wedding, where there's probably about four hundred odd people going to it yeah. anyway, and then you get an invite to come in at seven o'clock for cocktail sausages um, and chicken goujons. I'm just not going. Like, I'm either going to the wedding or I'm not going. I'm not coming in for a cocktail sausage at seven o'clock. Like. So that must be the Z list then, if that's the invite you're getting. <laughs> but if you're, you know, if you're part of like say a GA team or something like that, and there's like 25 girls that you you go out and you you do something with on mass, um, you know, I don't think all of them would would appreciate, you know, that that they, they they wouldn't mind not being, you know, being invited to the full thing. But they might love a night out together. You know, any excuse but for do that as a different. A yeah, would you not think then, Kirsty, you you do that as a hmm. different event? Like, is that not something? separate yeah I think that like it depends like I, I understand what you're saying about if it's a Dublin like or a city based wedding because I, I know my sister is getting married she's having the registry office and a, and a lunch with the family and then after all that she's having a separate party with friends so it's not really an afters but no it's like I a, regard that now as being party, totally yeah. different that's totally yeah, different yeah but I think that if you're not inviting someone to your wedding, I think that uh, you should you should kind of say, but listen, why don't we have a, do you want to come over and we can all have a, we'll have a dinner party or we'll have a drinks thing. And I think then that's a nice way of making them feel involved in the day or make them feeling like they're part of the celebrations without them being at the, 
the day itself. And I do kind of get what you're saying, Andrea. You don't want to feel like you're the dregs of the invite list and like, you know, <laughs> someone's kind of saying... Yeah, you can like, rent a crowd, listen, basically, for the yeah, night. Yeah, exactly. You don't want the people to feel like you're kind of saying, listen, when everyone's had their nice dinner and yeah. everyone's, you know, had a bit to drink, we don't mind if you show your face. So you have to be kind of... Uh, you have to kind of think like a bit I know it is your day and everything but also think of your guests and if it would be nicer for them to come around to your dinner and have like a, a, like I said a dinner party or for you to go out to cocktail for cocktails or a barbecue or something like that people might value that more than just saying and listen if you're around at eight o'clock on Saturday no pop in <laughs> <laughs> I'm either invited or I'm not invited I'm not going to yeah. the afters of a huge huge wedding it's yeah. also come as news to me today that people actually pick up the phone by way of a, of a courtesy call to tell somebody yeah. that they're not being invited I would have thought you'd just get the word out among your friends you know get your close friends to tell the other people who aren't invited it's going to be a small venue just get that word out that's, early on yeah that's putting the onus on your friends though or your relatives to kind of be the bearer of bad news and and like like we were saying it's just I, it actually I know it sounds like it's like making it quite formal but it actually just eradicates any awkwardness and it also means people can't kind of misread a situation like and kind of think oh god they're you know they didn't even say it to me it's it's kind of like it's almost like damage control in a way if you pick up the phone and kind of and rip off like a band-aid and say you're not invited sorry you're not invited these are the numbers and that's the way it's going mm. uh, we're trying <laughs> and, to have and a... can I add something yeah go that, on ahead um, as well I think it's really important to pick up the phone as well if you if, there, if it's an adult only wedding or if somebody's plus one isn't invited um, as a kind of an add-on to that because people can assume if it's not explicit on the invite and also people can get really offended. Yeah, I, I, I've, this is a conversation for another day because I have been, I have my, my eyes so widely open this year to, to the amount of people out there who do not know how to read an invite. The invite is the people mentioned on the piece of paper or in the email. It's not the other people in your family who aren't actually mentioned on the invite. It's absolutely incredible the number of people who can't read wedding invites. But Jessica and Kirsty, thanks a million for joining us today in the programme. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.